What's up, man? Hello, we are here again. We're here again, unfortunately. Uh, 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 uh staying alive, episode five. <laughs> uh, 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 staying alive. Again, we're doing this again. Yeah, that episode sounds good five, in people's ears. Five, 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 five. I got five on it. How long can I do this for? <laughs> Hopefully, not much longer. Do you remember the boy band Five? No. They were like, baby, when the lights go out. No. No, I don't remember that one. How about five for fighting? I, I remember. I remember I got five on it. Remember that song? I just sang that song like 12 seconds ago. Oh, is that the song? <laughs> I got five on it. What if that was like, that's like. Sorry, your, I didn't recognize uh, your beautiful singing voice. It's <laughs> like your poor friend throwing down for sushi. He's like, yeah, yo, you, who wants to get sushi? He's like, I got five on it. You're like, five. dude, that's not even half a roll. You have two <laughs> bites of sushi, Dylan, or it's, or it's supermarket sushi. Oh, supermarket sushi. Why are you gonna call it Dylan? I don't know, I don't know who that is. Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> it's supermarket sushi is. Uh, you're like, oh, I'm feeling some sushi. Oh, they got some sushi here, and then you're like, yeah, I'm also feeling like diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how was your week? Uh, it's been good, man. You know how uh, we were talking recently about our kids getting dressed in just weird outfits? Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like I don't know when it's okay to tell your kid that it's kind of weird to wear a cape outside. <laughs> you know, like, at what point do I like how long do I let this go is where I'm going, you know, because every time she's getting dressed now, she's just wearing a different cape outside all day, which is great right now. But when she goes to first grade, mm. I feel like she might take some heat for it i think senior in high school is when you put it in <laughs> that's when i put a stop to it man <laughs> that's like that's one way to guarantee she doesn't become a teen mom you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. no one no one's banging wonder woman <laughs> i don't know man there might be some creeps out there yeah uh that is interesting uh the cape thing i think it's kind of cool though I, that your daughter's doing it you know what i mean because yeah i think stereotypically you think of like boys wearing capes being superheroes mm-hmm. and she's like screw this kitchen i'm wearing a cape yeah she's already empowered you know she's yeah. got her cape on she's moving outside her name Who does is she her name is super lady super is that she says I'm glad you asked mm-hmm. I, I literally was about to ask that i was like yep. ooh, ooh, th-. And you're like i yeah. know what you're about to say. i don't know what her powers are <laughs> no idea her powers are annoying her father <laughs> yeah no it's definitely not annoying yet but i have had the thought while looking at her prancing around with the cape going like how you know i just don't know like do we go to the park like this i think we do still parks there's no rules we went to the park the other day and there was a a girl in a full elsa outfit yeah yeah i was like let it go i'm i'm feeling very singy today another time to sing huh we'll sing a song sing a song of sixpence (laughs) uh i think that like what you got to do See, here's the problem. I was going to say you embarrass her, right? And you're like, well, you're going to wear a cape. I'm going to wear a cape. But your kid would probably be like, awesome. She'd be pumped on that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She's like, my dad's wearing a cape. (laughs) And they're like, oh. Oh, man. I think that uh, I think it's great that she's doing that now. And I don't know. I I don't know when you change that. I think that my uh, here's my concern I have right now. That's that's vaguely related is my daughters and your daughter both just started preschool, right? Mm-hmm. You no longer are around them to like kind of control what they say in a way. You know what I mean? Right. And so like my daughter, when she has to go to the bathroom, just starts going, I have to poop. I have to poop. I have to poop. It's, just, like, <laughs> it's an alarm. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sound the sirens. Yeah. The British are coming. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, like that's like a whole thing now that I'm like, yeah, that's, you know, and, and you got to think what about she does. Oh, she does. Yeah. <laughs> she she gets it from her mom. Yeah. <laughs> You're just lucky you heard about it before she actually had to poop. <laughs> uh, all right, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get into this one. Boom. It's a Yo, fun man. one. <laughs> uh, we have a great episode today. Awesome one. I love her. She's so funny. Sarah she's, Colonna. Yeah, she's one of uh, my favorite characters on one of my wife's and mine 
favorite shows. Yes, Shameless. Lori from Shameless, Angie from Insatiable. She was on Chelsea lately for all 83 seasons <laughs> or whatever. whatever <laughs> just super was. talented writer. Yes. Uh, we get to hear a lot about her uh, life growing up. She grew up in Arkansas. She moved over to L.A. <laughs> going into the business. Booze. Uh, not having yeah. kids. Not having kids. Not, not wanting, wanting kids. kids. <laughs> enjoying a kid's beverage with a little uh, twist so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. stay tuned for that uh, she also has a podcast yeah her podcast is called are you my podcast you, my podcast. you can listen to that definitely after this episode though. after this one don't Finish do it right one. now no nope. but after do it yes it's great get it's on there lifetime movies cool guys enjoy the innovia innovia enjoy Boom. the conversation okay papa In between all my press junkets today and vodka drinking, I made time for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Are you talking yeah. about yourself? Both. <laughs> <laughs> Where um, the, the vodka's flowing good at your house too? Well, it's Saturday, so yeah. Yeah. Does you know. Saturday matter? It does. We're dry during the week, so we really look forward to Saturdays. Oh, see that's yeah. that's what we have to try and do because my I had a physical the other day and my doctor was like, You've gained some weight since last which by the way my doctor was always overweight the last like six years and never said anything to me and then he lost weight this year and got mr judgy all of a sudden oh that's bullshit I don't like <laughs> that. uh and yeah. i was like ah he goes you just been more sedentary i was like mm, i've been drinking a little more and he goes how much and i'm like ah, like five to seven drinks five to seven days a week and he goes, that's a lot. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. hello, it's called quarantine. Like everyone yeah. drank more last year. But yeah, once once January rolled around, we were like, maybe we should only drink on the weekends. We do include Friday in the weekends. Some people don't do that, but that's wrong. Yeah, yeah you have to yeah. include yeah, Friday I justify and Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> I justify it by not drinking any day I'm at work. So I feel like that's okay. a good break in and of I itself. You know what I mean? I think that's good. Where are you, He's Ryan? Un- are Ryan's you- unemployed, though. So I don't think that. <laughs> <laughs> are you in Washington, Ryan? No, I'm in San Diego. Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. I'm yeah. In LA. It's nice. It's like 90 degrees today or some shit. It's it is very bad. warm, but it's yeah. actually nice. Not as hot as it was the other day, but um, um, so, yeah. Do your, did your parents drink, sir? My dad does too much my dad drinks a lot but and then my mom is like not really i've seen her drunk one time and it was amazing <laughs> was it, when, it was you were coming, when you were coming out of the womb so, <laughs> no she was like um she, my mom drank it was at a wedding i mean i was pretty little and she'll have like a glass of wine that's it and my stepdad will have like he likes a mai tai no matter where he is which is really entertaining to me he's like he's always on vacation yeah, he like he doesn't really drink, but when he comes to visit me or when I, we go anywhere or when I'm in, in Arkansas to visit them, he'll be like, yeah, I'll have a Mai Tai. And it really throws people because they're like, uh, okay, like I don't usually make Mai Tais on a Wednesday for, at, a chain, at a chain restaurant. I feel like a Mai Tai is like a Mexican grill drink ordered yeah. in Arkansas. Yeah, he loves a Mai Tai. So they don't, yeah, they don't really drink, but my mom one time at a wedding, um, overdid it and she was like singing on the bus back like everyone was <laughs> and then she ran out into the hallway that night asking where the party was and that was the only time i've seen her drunk it was super entertaining like i wish she would get drunk again but would you would you rather have her do that like every time you saw her or just never um no i think it's best if it just only happened one time but yeah or maybe once in a while would be funny but she's just yeah she's a lightweight like she can't have she have like a glass of wine and she feels buzzed but my dad can like put it away and you'd never know the difference right <laughs> was he like that when you were a kid too um no i i mean not i, I shouldn't have said it the way i said it i made it sound like there's a problem i just mean he can handle his <laughs> booze like he's right. like he's a, he's a drinker who can handle it so I've never seen him run into the hallway and ask where the party is. He just <laughs> keeps drinking and he's fine. Yeah. The problem is I try to keep up with him. If I visit him, I'm like, oh, yeah, I can drink with dad and his friends. And then I'm like at nine o'clock, I'm asleep on the couch. That the must party be intimidating. Yeah. What's that? 
I said the party follows him. It sounds oh, yeah. like I was saying, that, that must feel yeah. intimidating when you're like, I drink a lot and then you can't keep up with your dad. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've been training my entire life and I'm still letting you down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think he, I think it's okay. I don't think he's disappointed in me yet. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't include that in the Christmas card. <laughs> no. <laughs> when did your parents uh, split up? When I was like five years old. Oh, so it was your fault. It was definitely my fault. Totally. Yeah. yeah. It was definitely not the fault of the lady that my dad married like six months after my parents got a divorce. Ooh. Had it all lined up, it sounds like. No, honestly, I am so glad they got a divorce. I don't, I don't, they're both like, they have a good relationship. I have a great relationship with both of them. They get along. I mean, obviously it wasn't great when it happened and no, you know, they didn't get along great when it happened, but now they're yeah. like, they're, they're polar opposites. I mean, my like John, my husband John met them, has met them all, obviously. But then when they were at the wedding, and my dad married, um, he got married four times, but he's his fourth stuck. Like she's, they've been married since ninety six. So wow, yeah, he just got married a few times early, and then then met his literal like his soulmate. I mean, my stepmom's awesome, and then my stepdad is amazing, and my mom met him a couple, you know, a few years after she was single. So. They like met their right person. Was your mom your dad's first wife? Yes. And then a and then the couple followed, and then my stepmom. <laughs> my stepmom always says she's the best one, and I agree. She's right. She's the best one. Do you feel uh, like it's like kind that. of, uh, you know, back in the day? I feel like it was like more shameful, I guess, to say like to get divorced. Do you think that's why people like were maybe didn't belong together, and they decided? you know, just to kind of stick it out. I mean, even though they're, you were five when it happened, but I feel like today it's like more accepted, you know, if people get divorced. Yeah. I think it was, I didn't, yeah, I don't think I really, I would definitely didn't have this kind of peace with it then, or, or I was confused or I hated if they, that they didn't get along after they broke up and we, my sister and my mom and I all moved to Arkansas and my dad was in Texas. And so I would have to like go visit him and then he moved to California. So it was definitely like, weird but they made it fine and, and i don't know they just and now it's like i mean they the one time my mom and my stepdad came out to california um not long after i had moved out here and my my dad and my stepmom came up and they, we all had dinner together and i thought it was way weirder than they did i was like this is awful i hate all of this <laughs> like i was just like downing drinks and they were like what's wrong with you we don't care like we're full blown yeah, adults who yeah, they were like, we haven't been, you know, and they just get along and like my stepmom and my mom, uh, like dance together at my sister's wedding and everyone just, Aww. it's, yeah, it's totally, they're just polar opposite people. I can't imagine how they ever were married in the first place. I've, right. I've seen mom and stepmom videos, but it wasn't dancing at a wedding. Right. Yeah. No, that's, yeah, that's a different, that's a you porn thing. That it's you a look different up. genre entirely. <laughs> <laughs> so did you have this is what's did you we're into different you, things adam i don't look those up yeah. <laughs> let me send you a link here one second <laughs> yeah <laughs> step you know, anything is pretty popular nowadays <laughs> uh step you know they're step not porn. really related in those videos right you know i know it always pisses me off i'm like damn it yeah yeah it ruins story. it for you yeah, yeah. And pro wrestling isn't real either god <laughs> don't ruin my don't ruin my life dude uh, so did you, okay, so your dad got married wife too when you were like six? Yeah, I think so. I'm not and then time, but like six wife or seven. three also when you were younger, like in the house still? Uh, she was, they had moved to, they were in California. Um, I'm really bad with timelines, I'll be honest. But the, I was in, I was probably like 10 or so. I know we yeah. went on, no, that's not true. Because my sister, I know we all went on a cruise together, not my mom and but my that's the uh, my second stepmom and you your dad and his four wives yeah so i was together. yeah we all went on a cruise together <laughs> <laughs> so, it was like it was the first reality show it was like the very like arkansas God, it bachelor sh it should have been um no it was i was like i was 15 for sure when we went on that cruise because my sister was 18 so um yeah they sometime when i was a teenager he married another woman her name was yeah. Carol. 
So the interest, I feel like Carol's every stepmom's name. She's um, the worst. She's but the worst. I think that like they, <laughs> the thing she's is super. <laughs> oh yeah, she's Carol is one of our four Patreon subscribers. I was gonna say so she's far. one of the subscribers. She was mm-hmm. the first one. Yeah, way to drive her away, Sarah. Thanks <laughs> yeah. so much. She was in the live chat until that just, just got said. So cancel her subscription. <laughs> and yeah. uh, let's bring on Carol. That's actually what this is about. <laughs> uh, so my this is what's interesting to me and uh, is is discipline right so you all of a sudden had new moms multiple times so like what role did they take on in your life you know did they let your dad like or were they always in california so you barely visited them and it didn't really matter um the first one yeah she was i don't really know what role she played she was just annoying and like like i said i mean obviously like i said she was um she came on the scene rather quickly after yeah. her parents split so like um, she was in the backyard waiting. Yeah, yeah. So she did. <laughs> She's packing the moving truck in while everybody's moving out. Yeah, she wasn't exactly uh, <laughs> welcome. Nobody was excited. Yeah. Um, right. And and then my yeah my second stepmom Carol like we got along fine. I I didn't ever live with any of them. I just would only okay. see them when I visited my dad. I lived with my mom, so I would only see them when I visited my dad. And she. Um, I remember thinking like she was stylish and cool and she had a big job at a newspaper and she seemed, and she had like her own money and her own thing. And my dad at the time was doing well for himself also in a newspaper back when newspapers made money. Yeah. So it was now, kind of what like, is a newspaper, a newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, can, you can, you can Google it. It's much like an eight track. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I th- it is one of those things where you decided, or I guess you're maybe your mom decided that, you wanted to stay with your mom or you got, she would raise you and he was just okay with it. Or was there ever type of, was there like a battle at all to like see who you would live with? Um, there wasn't a battle. So I just assumed my dad was like, no, yeah, that's fine. You can take her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can have her. <laughs> She's uh, like, you you actually read back the minutes? <laughs> I think, I think it was kind of like, especially at that time, I feel like it was pretty common for the, for the mom to, sort of automatically it, it was just assumed that the mom took yeah, I mean, that. it's barely sure. not that now even yeah that's true so, so was your entire childhood in arkansas yes i mean w- we moved around a bunch when i was very very young but from from the time i was five six years old on i was in arkansas but like i was born in germany and then we lived in miami and we lived in texas and we lived somewhere in virginia but when they split up we were in dallas were you, uh, was your dad in the military? Is that why you were in Germany or? He was, that's why I was born in Germany. But then he, mm-hmm. um, and he worked at the military, the stars and stripes too, the military newspaper. Oh, wow. So he wanted to be a journalist. So then, um, when he got out of the military, he was in, he started in newspapers and it was like the Miami Herald, the Washington star, which is not, doesn't even exist anymore. And, um, and then the Dallas morning news, and then he got a job at the orange County register. And that's when he moved to California. I don't even know how it would even go about getting a job at a newspaper nowadays. Like what, you know what I mean? Even if it exists. Yeah. I feel like they're hiring off of like, I mean, I'm sure. It just sucks. They're just really, hiring influencers. You, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it weird to think to get a job at a newspaper, you go to an online website that's doing better than that newspaper. Yeah, you know I mean, I mean <laughs> like, you're not looking in the back of the classifieds. Well, it's kind of weird because, like, I follow. I I guess because of that, I I, I follow a lot of journalists, as, especially sports related, Seattle Sea anything Seattle Seahawks related, yeah. anything Anaheim Angels related, and it it's so interesting to watch how they have to sort of get a story up right away. Yeah. You know, there's no and time. And then they try to make to... you pay for it after you read like the first paragraph, and you're like, "What is happening here?" I know. And then people get mad; they have to pay for it, and I'm like, but "Yeah." They kind of wouldn't have a job. And if it's no like big a pay. yearly <laughs> subscription for three dollars, and you're like, "This that's too much." I'm not going to. I know. It. <laughs> I know. I don't even know how they survive. I think my LA Times subscription is literally a dollar ninety nine a month. Like, right. <laughs> I don't know how they survive, but. Yeah. Why would we have to pay for things we want to read? That seems insane. Listen, Adam. <sighs> people need it okay no i get it no, i'm saying you're right like i haven't like i do like uh i do the you know oh free subscription and then cancel right away but you're right there are jobs that we need to keep alive so i feel like i learned something and i'm shamed right now yeah well <laughs> i still have a subscription to the seattle times just um even though i don't need to but i just do it to support yeah 
That's a great idea. The people that used to say nice things about my husband. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, if you are listening to this, go subscribe to your local paper. If you learn anything from Sarah today. That's that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Keep those people in business. It's a dollar. You'll be fine. What did did your mom do when you were growing up? (laughs) My mom still, well, at the, in the very beginning, she worked. Um, she actually worked uh, at the like a school cafeteria when I was very little. Um, but because when she when we moved to Arkansas, because she didn't have a she was a stay at home mom at the beginning when yeah. they were married, and then she got a job at a funeral home and she still works there. She's worked there since I was wow, still, kid. huh? Mm-hmm. What does she do there? She's a receptionist slash. I don't know. She does it all. She does everything. One time, I, I'm not kidding you. One time, I called her. And she picked up the phone and she was like huffing and puffing and she was, she was moving a body. And, she, <laughs> and I was like, she wasn't even at work that day. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, can you talk? Yeah. I just have a body right next to me, but yeah, no problem. She, I was like, you don't, she's one of those people that doesn't understand. You don't always have to answer the phone when it rings. You know what I mean? Like you can let it go to voicemail cause you're fucking moving a body. And yeah. she, that never occurs to her. She's like, I, I, my daughter's calling me. I have to pick it up, which is very sweet until you hear her say she's in the middle of moving a body. And you're like, Hey, hang out. Bye. I'll talk to you later. Yeah. Like, thank God I didn't FaceTime you. Yeah. That would have been uncomfortable any of your uh friends when you were growing up think that it was like or try to like pry you to be like oh can your mom get us in there show us something creepy in the funeral home or halloween or something like that i feel like some of my friends would want to know that kind of stuff no though actually no no, you're right it's kind of weird but nobody ever did i mean when i was little like i would sometimes i would have to go wait for her at work if i had i don't know a dentist appointment or whatever it was after school and at one time I waited and they put me there's like a room with the TV and they came and closed the door which I should have known meant like don't open the door but then I had the bathroom so I opened the door and there's just a lady in a coffin just all pretty and dressed up and ready to for a viewing I guess awkward and, yeah and I yelled and closed the door my mom was like when we close the door that means don't open the door because there's a body outside so I, I feel that. like that would have worked for like your parents, like or your your mom's like sex life also at home. Like her and her stepdad <laughs> go in the room and close the door, and you're like, "There's a dead guy in there. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not messing with that right now." If the door's closed, it just means don't come in. It's all going to be bad if you come in. It is, yeah. Funeral homes are are very creepy, but I guess they're just like something I'm used to now. That story made me think of uh, was it My Girl or My Girl Two, where she lost her best friend to the bee sting. Like that was, that was the first one, I think. Look at the My Girl reference. That Wait, I there was a My there. Girl too. <laughs> there was, but it wasn't popular. <laughs> it's kind it's of like Home Alone that three. You know that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like uh, that. I feel, I feel like, like you didn't do your prep work for this podcast. It's yeah. this is actually a My Girl Two <laughs> podcast, dude. Uh, that's like the saddest moment in movie history at that time when he's like, "Is a Macaulay Culkin right?" He's like getting stung by the bees or whatever, and he's just like, "It's tragic, dude." I remember that? But Scar- that's you know, the first quick. one, right? Yeah, that's the first one. Yeah. I Anyways, him dead. It was my first time seeing <laughs> something dead, even if it wasn't a real thing. That was like my, I was trying to relate to your story by saying we're the same. Well, it didn't happen because we're not the same because I would never watch My Girl 2. <laughs> stop, stop trying to relate to me. It's not a bad, 68% Rotten Tomatoes, okay? It's not a bad, it's not a bad film. But didn't some, I mean, didn't the yes. main character die in the first one? How did he have it too? I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe they resurrected. He went to the funeral home and he was fine. I don't know. Maybe they just resurrected him. <laughs> it was like a Maybe. ghost situation, you know? Like, oh. a, Pat- like a Patrick Swayze. I'm probably going to watch it tonight. <laughs> just <so far. laughs> uh, Sarah is live tweeting My Girl 2 tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, how have you been keeping yourself busy during this whole pandemic? Um, that's a great question. I haven't really been. Besides I mean, <laughs> trying to stay dry during the week. Yeah, that was the, that was really the battle. I think um, I think everyone in 2020 was just like this year's a wash. So I don't yeah. like you said you went to your doctor or whatever for a fi- I'm terrified yeah. to go get a physical because I just feel like they're gonna. That's why we're kind of not drinking during the week because I'm like I don't know what the numbers on the liver enzyme test. I don't want them to be like. But I feel like everyone's kind of in the same boat. But I don't know. I cooked a lot. I cook a lot more than I ever did, and I actually enjoy it. Um, sometimes I try to make like cook things that take a long time just because it eats up a few hours of the day. <laughs> Have you tried those like uh, purple carrots or whatever? Green chefs, like no. the subscription boxes. Mm-mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? 
Um, the ones that come with, and then they tell you what to make that night. Yeah. So they send you like, they send you a recipe and all the ingredients and then you make the, you make the meal. And so like, they'll send you like a quarter cup of slivered almonds if you need that or whatever. Um, But it's like an actually like, it's good because you don't buy like a ton of shit that you end up not using. uh, And it can give you exactly what you need, but it's not like you whip it up in like five minutes. Like it's actually like a cooking process, which is, which is kind of fun. Oh, that's good. Maybe I'll try it. I sort of just like look up stuff online and then just follow that recipe. Uh, yeah. So if you're listening right now, uh, go to purplecarrot.com slash raising dads for no money off. We're not sponsored by them. <laughs> I was about to say, I not get a discount. Was I supposed to act more excited about <laughs> First, you didn't watch Purple Michael Tear, and now this. I panicked because oh that was your, one of your advertisers, and I'm like, what's the fucking purple carrot? No, I'll send you a, I'll send you a purple carrot thing on stamps.com when I get a chance to. <laughs> okay, please do. Slash nope. raising So, dads. what was, uh, what were some of the things that you did <laughs> up like, in Arkansas? Like, what did you find uh, to do like when you were a kid? You know what I mean? Like, what was well, it? There, there was a lot of, um, <laughs> there was a lot, well, Ark, I went to a very small high school. Like, I graduated with 70 people. So, cool. there was a lot of um, going to, there was always a different location. It kind of changed monthly when the cop, the one cop in our town, would find out where we hung out. So, there was a lot of like <laughs> hanging out at a creek and then, um, and then Tim's was, dad would find out yeah. you guys were there. <laughs> yeah. His name was Mort, the cop. His name was Mort. His name was Mort. Mort the cop. Mort the cop. Yeah. And Sounds so, happy. yeah, there was like, um, and every place we hung out, it, we just called it that. Like there was a place that there was two bridges that looked the same. So we would be like, oh, meet at Twin Bridges. <laughs> there was <laughs> a, a place in the woods. I forget what, it, I forget what we called that. Probably just the woods. And at one point we used to meet at the power lines, which seems unsafe yeah, now seems that like I think about it. Yeah, it doesn't seem <laughs> like a good idea. Do you kind of uh, reflect back on those days? And even though probably at the time you're like, God, we have nothing to do. We're just hanging out at the creek. Or Do you kind of look at that and say those are actually like really fun, simpler times compared to like the chaos of living in a huge city? Oh, totally. And at the time, I didn't think that it was sad either. I thought it was awesome at the time, and I still think it's awesome. Like, I because I, I still, I always feel like I hear that. people who are in a small town. They always want to leave the small town, but then they always reminisce on how much better life was in the small town. It just kind of seems yeah. like the standard thing that people say. Yeah. No, I I liked it there. I didn't, didn't know. I mean, for whatever reason, I even though I would visit my dad in California, I would see the difference. Like for whatever reason, there was no. Um, I didn't have any animosity about growing. In fact, I'm so glad I grew up in a small town. Yeah, like I don't, totally. I know there was a level of it, but when I hear people talk about like, um, you know, cliques and, and groups and stuff like that in high school and how in being in a big high school and like not even knowing anyone or feeling left out and all that stuff. I mean, it wasn't even possible where I went to high school. You couldn't really have a click because then the, there's, you know, you had fucking 10 people to hang out with. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you had, you got, it wasn't you like that everybody. many. There's yeah. one lunch table. Yeah. So yeah. it wasn't and, and I'm sure there's people that had different experiences, but for the most part, it, it was like everyone sort of, you know, got like there was not that that weird situation, I think. They're trying if to be you, like, Sarah, tell your mom to give me an extra Twinkie, dude. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so like if you right now like I know you don't have kids, but if you magically had kids, would you want to raise them in in Los Angeles or would you want to go back to Arkansas? I thought you were just going to end it with, would you want to raise them? And I would say, no, <laughs> I would not. Um, <laughs> and that's been Sarah Colonna. <laughs> and um, no, I would. Um, this is our sponsor, Planned Parenthood. <laughs> Class raising dads. <laughs> I mean, if you, have a, if you have a discount there, that's amazing. Um, I, would, I would say probably. Here, I guess Arkansas. I mean, Los Angeles. Because <laughs> here, Arkansas, I know. Now I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I know. Because I want to be here. So right. I don't think that I would want to like up uh, uproot and go live somewhere that I don't really want to. I love Arkansas, but I don't want to live there. You wouldn't want to change your life for your kids. <laughs> I don't like the way you said that. That sounded very accusatory. <laughs> do you, do you have you ever, did you ever want kids? I would want them to want the sunshine and the yeah. and the beach yeah. and the nice life that that California. You know, it's got its problems, but it's a nice place to live. Um, no, I never wanted kids. You never wanted kids. No, never even occurred to me. 
Do your siblings have kids? My sister does. Yeah, I have one. I have just. Well, I have a sister and a stepsister, and they both have um, one kid each. Yeah, and you were always like, no, like even as a little kid, you were not like, I'm going to be a mom someday. Mm -mm, Never. Those words never came out of my mouth. I don't think. (laughs) Did you have like a? (laughs) Did you have a wedding planned? Did you have like a vision wedding board when you were like twelve or something? Mm -mm, That never happened either. I might just, I might be an asshole now that or we're talking about it. I mean, there could be like any, yeah, any other possibilities. You're like, I did have pictures of women on the wall, but nothing. No, but lesbians want kids a lot too. That's true. That's so true. Still not, that's still not that's it. True. You're still not nailing it. I'm just dead inside. Do you think it'd be tough like, in the industry? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it'd be tough? Like, you know, with everything you tried to pursue with your career and acting and comedy and all that stuff. Do you think it would just set that aside because it put your career maybe on hold or anything like that do you think that's why it'd be tougher to have kids like you know pursuing everything that you do it definitely would be i mean i don't i don't i think it would be very difficult especially i mean i you know i spent several years broke and bartending and and that was probably the years that someone at if in arkansas at that age would have had kids like every you know um early mid twenties, early thirties or whatever. And I was in no position to even consider it. I mean, I remember I had, there was, I had a boyfriend when I was uh, like early thirties and it was like the the only long relationship I'd really had besides my husband. And um, we were together on and off for five years and he really, really wanted kids. And I didn't. And I kept, I always told him, I said, "I, I really, I really don't want kids. So I, you know, this is, and I yeah, think that's probably something thought, you have to get out in front of, like anybody you would date, right? Because I would say that I don't, I don't want to say it's uncommon for the guy to be pushing for kids, but I would say that most guys would just assume, like, you know, if I'm going to start a family, that's just something that might naturally happen. But you probably have to get out in front of it ahead of time and say, like, yeah, this just isn't my thing. You know, I'm not going yeah. for that. I think yeah. on, on on either way, either if you want them or you don't, and for men and women both, like, it's a conversation you should always have first. And I, I think yeah. he just. And then <laughs> not, I thought I was, in I was the like, delivery maybe, room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But maybe he thought I would. I guess he thought it. He was like, "No, you'll obviously change your mind." And I was like, "I won't." But and then I didn't really believe that he wanted kids because he didn't really seem motivated as a human being in general. So I didn't. <laughs> I didn't see him pursuing even that. But I heard you're like, "Yeah, I wanted kids, him. but for yeah. sure not with you." Yeah, definitely not with him. I know you want kids, but do you want a job? <laughs> that would be great yeah uh did you ever date someone with kids i know he was your only your, not seriously obviously since he was your only serious boyfriend but was that ever a thing well i mean i guess i had serious other serious boyfriends i just mean that was probably like the longest term oh god because um, we actually moved in together and then that's mm. when i was like oh no this is not yeah, for yeah. me this person like, you can have a kid friends. there's already pop tarts here yeah <laughs> Have you ever had like your friends or family like try to be pushy or anything like that and tell you to like, you need to raise a family, you need to have kids or no, nobody ever did. And I don't really know why, because I did grow up in a, in a area where obviously it was kind of more common. I mean, everybody, I don't think that I know anyone from high school that didn't end up having kids. So, um, and some, and some of them, you know, before we, before we graduated, (laughs) um, (laughs) So, but no, my family, yeah, I think my family just sort of understood me well. So it was, which is nice. It's really nice. I never really had to argue for any of that stuff. What do you think like our kids? So we both have kids. What do you think our kids or futures are looking like as far as like, are they going to get a license? Are they going to drive? Is that even going to be a thing? You know, what's, I I don't want to, I like, I don't know what their 18th, you know, their 18th birthday is looking like, you know, going forward. It's kind of just changing so fast. It is changing fast. Like I have a, I'm very close to my nephew and my niece and my nephew, I mean, he's 23 now. So, but I just remember thinking about all that stuff with him. Like what's, but you know, now he's, everything was kind of the same as it was for me other than, um, I don't know, probably, I mean, there's a lot of different things that they care about or don't care about, I think at that age. But, um, I do think, that all that stuff is kind of always going to be the same. There's always going to be proms. There's always going to be, yeah, you have to get your driver's license. You know, I think, but I don't know. Also, there just might like, be a TikTok dance contest at the prom yeah. instead. Yeah. That stuff, <laughs> that stuff, the social media stuff to me is like, if I was a parent would be the most terrifying. Yeah. Cause I mean, I mean, especially because in most people's careers, 
you know, especially in entertainment. But I think even if you're just running a business, like I have a friend who just runs a plumbing company, but it's a necessary evil to have social media. So he has to check it, has to post anybody doing anything, you know, and it's such a part of life that it would be so hard to tell your kids to, you can't have it or it's bad when everybody uses it. Yeah, everyone uses it and it's so second nature to them. Like TikTok, literally, I can't, I honestly, I'll sound like I'm a hundred years old right now. I can't figure it out. I don't understand it. The, oh, I Your can algorithm like, just says go to bed. It's, just, yeah. it's so sad. I can. You do just one, didn't I, realize I can, that earlier today when you got a latte at Starbucks that the kid serving you has a hundred million followers on TikTok. Oh, hundred percent. Definitely. Yeah. And was probably like, this old bitch just came in for a latte. Yeah. He's twerking in the background. <laughs> but like, I could, I mean, I, the base, just the, you know, quick video I can do. But when I look and watch other people's videos and they have the th- the enhancements and the things they do to it or and I'm just like I don't I can't it just makes me tired and I have to go to bed but also <laughs> I don't think that it matters that much because I think like my audience for what I do are mostly right. like they're more on Instagram and I at least know how to to do your that. audience oh I was also out of junior high yeah 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 I, I was also told to tell you that my wife absolutely loves you on Shameless because that's her favorite show Oh, tell her thank you. I yeah. loved that. Was a very I actually was. Uh, I I watched the show too, but I haven't watched as far as she has. But I uh, watched all of the clips of you at the shrimp. Was it the shrimp shack or? Yeah, shrimp uh, shack. Lori, right? That's your yeah. your character's name. In Real Famous. creepy lady. Yeah. 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 <laughs> she's always hitting on uh, the boy or whatever. But Carl. Yeah. It's uh. She loves that show, and she's she's read your book and everything. But it's a. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to tell you that she loves. I that. appreciate awesome. that. No, thank you. Yeah. yeah, it was it was super fun to work on that show because they and I thought I was only going to do one season and they brought me back for a second season and um, nice. It was just it was fun. They just I, I, the the way that show is run and everything is just a blast. And also they obviously allow you to just be a real creep. What happened to Adam? Right, <laughs> Adam's gone. So it's just yeah. me and you. That's good. Do you want to start our own podcast? It could be the Ryan and Sarah Kalona show. <laughs> <laughs> we just talk about how you don't ever want kids, and I could just tell you shit my kids did every day. <laughs> how old are your kids? Uh, I have a three and a half year old and an eleven month old. So I'm oh, you got little very kids. start in parenting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there may not be they they may not have to get driver's licenses. They may have like well, dude, flying that's cars honestly, by the time. Yeah, that's honestly what I was thinking about because. You know, even with like the way like Uber is, you know, a lot of kids obviously get places just going to Uber or using Lyft or something like that. And I kind of feel that in the future, you know, if you're buying your kid a bus pass, like when I was a kid, I got a bus pass, right? To go skateboarding or surfing around town. I would just hop hop on the bus and go over where I wanted to go. And I feel like in the future, there's just going to be a pass just to take Uber or Lyft. Maybe someone will be driving it. Maybe somebody won't. I don't know. But I almost see like what is going to be the need for having a license if that's the future, you know? That's true. I mean, I don't, I don't even drive that much. And I, I mean, I have a, I like, I just traded in my car cause I always get a lease and they, it, it, for three years I had under 18,000 miles on it. And the guy was wow, like, that's pretty hard to do in LA. I know. I, I just like you have don't to drive everywhere in LA. I know. And I, we just don't, I just, I hate traffic and I don't. So I only drive when I absolutely have to. And then if we go out, we always just Uber cause a, we yeah. want to be able to have like, even if you have a glass of wine to me, it's just, it's just not worth God, it. God forbid. Yeah. So I'm just yeah. like, it's just not even worth it. So we just barely ever drive and then we like to walk around. So, um, yeah. So even I think uh, full blown adults at this point are basically just Ubering and lifting everywhere. So yeah. maybe you won't. Why not? I'm taking really expensive Ubers to have like to drink wine. But then like, I'm like, I would never have just one glass. I'm like, I got to earn this fucking uber tonight (laughs) (laughs) i know and i've done that before though too where i took an uber and then i only had one drink and i'm like well i could have just driven yeah and i just drive this uber home (laughs) (laughs) yeah but then you never want to be it's it's because you never know that's what i always say to i say this to my nephew all the time i'm like you may think you're gonna have one what if it turns into two what if it turns into three you're over the limit you don't even do any whatever it's not worth it just take and he's he's six you said 23. Oh, got it. <laughs> <laughs> but I tar- started telling him that when he was six, for sure. Yeah, you got you to gotta earn that. You know, it starts with one chocolate milk, but you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> uh, Sarah, you actually have one of my favorite, weirdest, alcohol favorite alcoholic drinks. Is it this one? Vodka and yeah. apple juice? Vodka apple juice, yes. Oh. Nice. 
Yes, I feel Delicious. like that's, no a, spritzer. that's a rarity. What? No, it's just vodka <laughs> apple juice. Well, and a friend of mine. Is it this one? Yeah. <laughs> Saturday afternoon. I told you, I really go for it. Um, my friend uh, told me that she discovered it because she has like heartburn issues. And so this is basically just old ladies figuring out how to drink without getting heartburn. And it's apple juice. And it's delicious. And I highly re- You put it with every other juice, right? Orange yeah. juice, cranberry. Put it with some apple juice. Enjoy your life. We call I it like the toddler. It. I might try it. The toddler? <laughs> yeah. The tipsy toddler. The tipsy toddler. I didn't. There's plenty of uh, times where our name. kids have grabbed our drink off the table. And if we give them apple juice, they're just going to down it. You know what I mean? <laughs> if I have a vodka yeah. apple juice, my kid's getting, it's going to be, she's going to be wasted. Yeah. You can't do that around kids. You definitely yeah. shouldn't. You should. Yeah. You're going to have to keep a can of beer or something. My, wa- my even, wife, even you're pouring your apple juice into a PBR can just so she won't drink it. <laughs> <laughs> We got to a point where we felt like our kids were like noticing that we were drinking too much and that was starting to affect us Mm. Um, because like I would have like a like a regular like can of soda at the house and my son would be like White Claw and I'm like, no, not all cans are White Claws. (laughs) And so you put whiskey in that. What's up? Like, hey, dad, you going to put whiskey in that? Yeah, right. Was White Claw his first words? Uh, Yes. <laughs> and that's really but that's really funny that he would see a can and think it was white claw. Yeah, just assume it's white claw and like just pull them out of the recycle bin. And well, so can't. we were like, we have to drink. We should not. I don't want to do this to them, right? Like, I don't want my kid to be like an alcoholic at 15 because they always saw their parents drinking. <laughs> and so, like, we our solution, uh, which I've since been told is frowned upon, was now we just pour all of our alcohol into coffee cups. And so they think we're just massive like <laughs> coffee addicts. Why is that uh, frowned upon? I think because apparently we could have just drank less. Well, apparently that was another option. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, no, I didn't think of that one either. So yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> no. So we're just like, oh, that's a very purple uh, wh- coffee you're drinking today, Dad. Yeah, don't let them crimp your style. What do you drink so, that's purple? What are you drinking, Mad Dog? <laughs> red wine. <laughs> oh. Oh, right. I like the idea of you drinking Mad Dog a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> He's only drinking Mad Dog and Four Locos at his it's house. Been, That's the only yeah. thing he likes. Why Corona- am I a bad parent? I don't get it. <laughs> Coronavirus has been rough. You had some comedy clubs locked down for a while. If you started drinking Mad Dog, everyone would understand. Yeah, people would understand. I think so. Yeah. There was a point in like three or four months into lockdown that we started experimenting with which boxed wine we liked more. Mm. Uh, and like our low point, I realized, was when we like, we was like out and we're taking the bag out of the box and like hanging it upside down to make sure we could like get the rest out <laughs> of it. I was like, your face bag. All right. Yeah. Things are not great. <laughs> my friend, my friend Mary, she does that too. She said, A, she, she thinks it's easier for the recycling. So it's not like, when she takes it to the curb, it's not clanging around too much. And, um, and then she said she likes it because her boyfriend can't see how much is gone. Like, cause the box, you know, but she, she said the same thing. She had to get the bag out one time and she's like, I had to squeeze it like, like a catheter. <laughs> it is. It's a grown up so, Oh, it made me laugh so hard. Yeah. A Saturday when you're trying to squeeze the last two ounces out of your bag of wine at your house on a Friday <laughs> afternoon. It's a rough day. I mean, yeah. also the, the box is four bottles, right? So you don't know, you don't know what you got going on until all of a sudden the box is gone and you're like, do we fucking open this box today? <laughs> <laughs> when, did, when did this start? When did we open the spout? Yeah. Yeah. The spout. <laughs> I think anytime you drink with a spout, you're an alcoholic. I think that's the sign. Yeah. It's just convenient. So I have a question for you, Sarah. What do you think about like childhood actors that are, at, you know, like on Shameless, you know, those kids started when they're really young, kind of like mm-hmm. growing up in the industry. What, uh, what kind of childhood actors you've been around and how do you feel that kind of affects them, you know, as they grow up? Because obviously there's stories of them growing up, you know, and not doing well, but obviously some of them yeah. do fine. I know. I mean, you think like, you think of like Lindsay Lohan and people like that who obviously had huge <laughs> rough patches from going. <laughs> yeah. And, then, and then you, Yeah. And you kind of like, even though I know we, you know, they were like the butt of jokes for a long time, but if you really think about it, like I haven't watched that new Britney Spears documentary, yeah. but the, yeah, the, the, the stalking that they got, from the paparazzi and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I can't even imagine that kind of spotlight on you as a kid, even like Justin Bieber and people like that. Like, um, 
so, but then when I worked on Shameless, uh, Ethan, who plays Carl, he's the person I had all my scenes with, and he's literally grown up on that show. Yeah. And he couldn't have been sweeter and more professional. And when I was uncomfortable, because I had to like slap him on the ass, he's like, I've been on Shameless since I was nine. Like, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, about there's it. a lot worse stuff to hunt down on yeah. Shameless. <laughs> He's like, it doesn't fucking phase me. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, Slap it. Yeah. And then I worked, I played, I worked on this show called Insatiable on Netflix with this girl, Debbie Ryan, who is uh, well known from she was on Disney. Mm-hmm. She was on Jesse. She played Jesse and she played my daughter. And I was like unsure how that was going to be. She was the most professional. Um, and it probably sounds really small to say this, but everyone, everyone that worked on that set, she knew every person's name. She knew their birthdays. She like from the lighting guy to the camp, like everyone, she just knew everyone on set and, um, made a point to make sure that she knew everyone. And I just, it, that seems small, but it means a lot. I think in an industry like this, especially for someone who's only in her early twenties and grew up in this business and. Um, I don't even know that for the people I live with. Yeah, no, I don't know. I still don't. I'm glad that you guys have name tags on your, on your <laughs> yeah. videos right now because I would have forgotten. Um, she, yeah, so I, I was I was really impressed by working with Pete, and so I think that maybe as as the industry grows and maybe takes better care of people like that, they're yeah. able to to or or it just depends on you know, what kind of hand you're dealt or who's handling you or what your parents are like, or sure. I mean, I wonder how much of it is how your parents, how your parents handle it and how they, you know, how they humble you, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it didn't seem like Dina Lohan was was trying too hard to make sure that Lindsay didn't go off the rails. It seemed like she was kind of like a spotlight mom sort of too. I mean, I'm not blaming her. I'm just saying it didn't, that probably doesn't help. Um, so I don't know. I but uh, but also who knows? Like that does, it she must be it must be a different thing to shake. Yeah, it must be a different thing to shake as a child actor. Like trying to shake a Disney reputation. Like you always see those kids trying to shake that goody two shoes reputation. But if you're a kid that's grown up on Shameless, you're already kind of a gritty actor. I feel like yeah. at that point, you know oh, what yeah, I mean. Totally. So it must be a little bit easier to transition into whatever else you want to do mm-hmm. instead of you being on some Disney show where it was, you know, totally PG G rated stuff. Yeah, that's true. They definitely don't have to um, try to sh- try to shake off sort of like a goody two shoes thing. <laughs> like, yeah, because it, it kind of seems like yeah, yeah, because it kind of seems you know like that Bella Thorne girl is like the biggest one that was in the news where, you know, she tried to shed that whole innocent you know uh, backstory that she used to have when she was on Disney, and now she's like this trying to turn into like the sex symbol and trying to break out and do the all this other stuff and. She had to go so dramatic the other way, I think, just because of what she grew up, you know, acting on. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, the, the interesting thing to me, like there are, I, I used to not understand when there was like really successful actors who, as children that when they became adults, were like, oh, I don't want to do that. And I used to not get that. And I'm like, oh, they probably never wanted to do that. Like their parents were like, oh, you're good at this. You should, they were, and they're five and they end up on home improvement. Yeah. Well, I remember like, I think it was, yeah. was Mary Kate and Ashley, right? That the Olsen twins that people gave them a hard time yeah. because they didn't want to do like the full house, fuller house or something. And yeah. people gave them a hard right. time. Yeah. And I'm like, they didn't want to act. They were literally, ba- they were babies. Yeah. Yeah. So if they, you can't give them a hard time for, you know, they were like, well, full house is what made you. It's like, I was a baby. I didn't have <laughs> any say in that. I didn't have any choice on that. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was kind of cool that they were like, Hey, we don't have a problem with it. We just don't want to be on TV. Like that's just not our thing. I kind so of feel the same way about, about uh, when there's people who have like Instagrams that they make purely about their kids or they're trying to have like their own kid grow up like on social media, they like make them their own profile and they do like, they post constantly and it's always just all about them. And if it's for friends and family, I think it's pretty innocent, but there's a lot of people that kind of like that as like a public thing. And I feel like, you know, when you're in middle school, you just kind of got to sit back and say, it's weird how my entire childhood is now online for everybody to see. Yeah. That could, I mean, I like my, even when my nephew was little, I was always like, I'm never posting photos of him because people are just weird and awful and you never know what they're going to yeah. say. I mean, and even now if I, if I, like I have a friend who has a, a, a six-year-old that I am close to. Like I take her out and we go on our little one-on-one dates and I take her out for dinner and sure. stuff like that. But, and sometimes I'll want to post something, but then I'm like, ah, do I really want to put my friend's child on 
you know, I don't know. People are yeah, just Yeah, to a couple hundred yeah. thousand followers. Yeah, it could just be, yeah, weird. And someone's yeah. like, why would you have her wear that pants with that shirt? And then yeah. all of a sudden, they're like, yeah, like <laughs> she's going to amount to nothing. And you're like, yeah. I was just trying to get her a fucking piece of cake. Exactly. <laughs> when did you decide that you wanted to become an enter an entertain show business? When did you, when was that like a thing for you? And, um, and I, I guess the follow-up part B is how did your parents react to that? Um, when I was little, I just always said I was going to do it. And awesome. they, um, once again, very boring answer. They always were like, <laughs> cool. They, oh, They're like, they they, we love you. A, I don't know. They never had a problem with it. My mom, like when I was in theater, my mom would come to my, when in, um, in college, cause we didn't have a, my school was so small. We didn't have a drama department in high school. So I didn't really do anything until I was in college and I was studying theater and my mom would come to all my plays and, um, I just remember after my first play that I did, she was like, oh, okay. That's why you want to do it. You're, you're good at it. Like go. Okay. That's amazing. Yeah. See, were... we were hoping for like this more sad story. Like I had to run away from home <laughs> when I was 12. I hitchhiked across America with $3 in my pocket. And yeah. I finally got to Hollywood, but well, no, my I parents did... loved me and they, they supported me the entire time. All right. Well, I did drive. <laughs> I did drive from Arkansas to California in a, in a white Mustang and I pulled a U-Haul, which I, there was no reason. It was like, I took, <laughs> I took shit from my, you know, my room that I just didn't need. Like probably just went right into storage. Yeah. <laughs> things that I could have just bought when I got here. Razorback pendants. Basically. I think I had my plastic Razorback hat. In yeah. There for sure. <laughs> yeah. Figured I'd need that once I got to California. <laughs> um, we need someone who's going to be the lead of the show as long as they have a Razorback hat. And you're like, ah, I could have been me. <laughs> Knew I should have brought that. <laughs> but yeah, it was a super shitty, miserable drive. If that makes anyone feel better. That's that'd be so funny if that was like your like true Hollywood story. Like, how did she make it? And you're like, she had a really rough four days driving across the country. Yeah. And then it was fine. But that four days, it's just like, it's not even a full thing. It's just a commercial. Well, the first movie I was ever in was because I had Arkansas plates. Oh, really? But, <laughs> really? But only my car was in it. I wasn't in it. So, <laughs> so your car has more that. IMDb credits than you. It does. It yeah. does. It does. That it counts. Like, That's a credit. Yeah, that was um, that got cast to be in my car. No one ever saw my face, but my mom thought like, "This is it." You know, she's famous now, and I was like, "You're not." You're just going to see my car. So I imagine because because they were so supportive, I imagine you were a good kid then. Um, yes, mostly. Mostly. Did you ever get in big trouble? Were you ever arrested or anything um, exciting? Yeah, I got arrested once in college, which wasn't great. Um, what, but for what? For drinking and driving. So oh. that's another reason oh, I'm really good, good about it now. But yeah. it also, in it, not, no excuses, but... Um, you know, it's it was a different time as well. Like, luckily, everyone's smarter than that now. But it, for sure, probably, you know, in the early '90s yeah. when I was in college, um, uh, yeah, wasn't so smart. But also, once the most trouble I ever got in was my friend, uh, one of my best friends from high school, was over. My parents were camping, and we broke into like their liquor cabinet, which was never that well stocked. So we just refilled it. Like, I think we drank whiskey and then refilled it with iced tea um, <laughs> and I swear I don't even know if my mom ever noticed but she, she knew we drank because my friend um, she got really sick and threw up all over the hallway and I, <laughs> I cleaned it up but um, and then I tried to spray like it was it just it didn't smell great so yeah. I tried to spray perfume yeah. everywhere and so basically I wasted oh. all my mom's all my mom's perfume covering and up the scent. mom's perfume and her whiskey. Yeah, her mom. Yeah, two things that I took from I her. I think every kid has tried to fill up an alcohol bottle that they've snuck out with like water or whatever else they've done. And like looking back on that, that would never work. You know, <laughs> like you would instantly know if you poured a drink, you know, that you it was definitely iced not. Tea instead of Jack yeah, Daniels. That you would yeah, just know. Yeah. And I think as a kid, you thought like, this is genius. They're never going to know this. Or water instead of vodka. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I would notice that for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you would notice if someone put Kool Aid in your Mad Dog bottle. <laughs> First of all, they're not going to get it because it's taped to my hand. Okay. Right. Right. It's not going to happen. Yeah, that's how you know what you're doing. I'm going to be safe. Okay. <laughs> uh, did um, so this is uh, as not being a parent. 
do you find yourself still judging other parents though? Oh yeah. Not other parents judging like you're at the airport and you're like, mm, I wouldn't have been, my kid wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Definitely. Um, so what parenting all- advice can you give us as an, as a non-parent, what parenting advice do you feel like like parent new parents should have? Keep your shit together. Keep your kid off the plane. You know, keep them at home. Keep them off the plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Watch for grownups. <laughs> no, I. That's actually. It's, I I always thought that I would be like angry when a kid's on a plane, and I'm like, no, it's not fair. Like, it's definitely not their fault. And like, their ears pop. It's awful. I see how traumatized parents look at the airport. Like I feel so. I actually have a lot of. Oh, it's a living sympathy. nightmare trying to fly with your kids. I can't even imagine. And I, I know that a lot of people always say like, well, you just don't fly with them. And it's like, well, that's not practical <laughs> well, either. It comes you to a, like, you never get to go anywhere. Point, yeah. I think there comes a point where you have like, you know, those families where they're Catholic or something, they have like nine kids. They just don't go anywhere. Cause I don't even think it's possible at some point when you have that many kids. No, I mean, that would be really expensive. I think that's when you just have to get like an RV and go cross country. You can't, yeah. you, I mean, you, you go to the park. park. That's all you yeah. can do. I that. hope <laughs> that two of them go missing on the way. <laughs> yeah. no, oh my God, one fell out the back. Oh, well, yeah. We I'm went actually to surprised. Hawaii. Uh, we went to Sorry, Hawaii for a wedding a couple of years ago. We live in Washington State. And like, as we're looking at the flights and the flight times, my wife, who, uh, as we've discussed, likes to drink and is a little blonde sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, goes, can we stop? Like, is there like a midway point between here and Hawaii we can just stop at and like hang out for a couple hours? And I was like, you want to land the plane on a fucking boat or something? Like, what is your? I had to like get out a map for. Her. And I'm like, and she's like, I can't. We don't don't talk to me ever again. I'm like, yeah. right. used to but teach she, children, but she went into full panic mode, probably just like yeah, just, just trying to figure out something. Yeah, like, yeah. How long is this flight? Yeah. Can we eject ourselves? Can we parachute I'm actually down? really surprised. Ejacked. that That's a good word. Yeah. <laughs> Jacked. <laughs> I'm actually really surprised that no airline has just made an adults only flight or if that does exist, I've never seen it. But like, I think if I could pay a little extra money and just be not around kids, if I didn't have kids and I was trying to go somewhere, I might pay for that. I know. What's, resorts. what's funny is I think that the, um, that parents are the ones that would actually prefer a no kids flight. Whereas yeah. people without kids have a little <laughs> more sympathy, which I get because you guys are like, no, we're sick of them. I will. This is my advice. If you're a parent, this is my advice. Um, you don't bring your kids to the adults only pool. Okay. That's not right. Mm, that crosses a line. That crosses a line. Yeah. And it's happened to me before. And I may have called security all day on those people. (laughs) (laughs) And by may have, I mean, I definitely did. I definitely did. And they had a huge kids only pool or kids pool right next door with slides and everything. And they kept bringing their kids over the adults only pool. You're like, the only pee that I want to drink in this pool is adult pee. All right. That's right. (laughs) I don't want any kids pee in this pool. (laughs) No, I don't get in that. I don't get in that. Swim up our situation. I know what people are doing in there. Oh, dude. Every Vegas <laughs> pool might as well just be a giant bathroom. Yeah. One time I was, I'm not kidding. One time I was in Cabo and I started walking around to people and I was like, You've been in here for three hours and you haven't. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching you. I know what's up. I see These you. margaritas, three hours yeah. in the pool. Yeah. Come on. All these just bubbles go, are. Get up. Test. I'll save your seat. Just get up. Uh, you just regulate shit. You're the regulator. I sounds Mount like up. it. I might be a little bit of a bossy asshole now that we're talking about it. <laughs> That's what we've discovered today. I like it yeah, though. Or a snitch. Uh, do you uh, okay? So two two questions, and we will let you go. Thank you so much for your time, though. Yep. No uh, question one: Do you have a favorite dad joke? I do. I wrote it down. Is that okay? Of course. Because I wrote it down because I knew that you were going to ask this, and of course, I wanted yes. and I wanted to make sure I didn't mess it up. Um, I don't know why it makes me laugh so hard. It's really stupid. What do sprinters do before a race? What? Nothing. They fast. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, eat. I messed it up anyway. Eat before oh, a race. Oh, dang it. What do they eat before a race? Nothing. They fast. <laughs> I love that you wrote it down and then messed it up. And then messed yeah. it up. Yeah, that's mm. classic me, by the way. You can still use it. I'm I feel off. like that's a very dad joke thing to do, right? Is to mess. Like, Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me tell <laughs> you. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, do you guys hear about the... Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing is, we would like you to name this podcast episode. Oh. Hmm. How fun is that? Well, what, what were the other ones named? You just get to choose the name of your own episode. You don't get, I assumed you listened to all of them. So you know what they're all called. 
Right. Yeah. This one should be called Sarah Colonna is hilarious. With Sarah like Colonna. <laughs> Sarah Colonna is hilarious with Sarah Colonna. With Sarah Colonna. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> Thank you. I love you. Thank bye. you, Sarah. Bye. Bye, guys. That was Sarah Colonna, everybody. Yeah. Sarah Colonna. So Hope we you guys like it. We, you did like it. I yeah. know you liked it. You loved it. All right. Here's the thing about listening to our podcast. We have homework for you now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Assignment one. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast. Give it Leave five us a review. Stars. Five stars. You yeah, know, five, five stars. It's like five guys, burgers and fries, but five stars. iTunes review. Homework number two. Go download Sarah's podcast. Are you subscribe? Subscribe. Yeah. Download. Leave a review for her too. Sure. Leave a review for her. Mm-hmm. Assignment number three. Look up your local newspaper and subscribe for the two bucks a month because it keeps <laughs> those people alive. Yeah. It keeps them from uh, starting a podcast probably. <laughs> so we don't need more competition. <laughs> uh, yeah. So if you're going to do any of the homework, just download our episode. Try to do it all. See you next time. Where you dad?